So my friend's telling me that his neurosis is that even when he should be proud, he always just feels like a, a, a bit of shame. And I realize that being a redneck, I have exactly the opposite problem. When I should be completely ashamed, I still have a tiny bit of pride. Hey, dude, you totally took a crap in that parking lot. Yeah, I did. Do you see the size of that turd? Hmm. Oh, God. Jeff, did we really intro. just sit through that story? Everybody shut up and listen. Uh, welcome to Everyone Racers, a podcast designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Whatever kind of LaChump or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you Dripto Hella Flush guys are all right, as long as you built it yourself and drive it hard. Join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, News and notes from the world of low buck racing, and if you can handle it, Chrissy will give you just the tip. I'll be your pit marshal. My name is Jeff. Everyone report to the paddock. <laughs> this is Chris. This is, this is mental. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I was all excited. We're, we're going to get, get that this right. right. One week. One week. Anyway, this is Chrissy, um, and we are Everyone Racers. Thank you for coming back. We are on episode nine. We can't believe it. And we just talked for 15 minutes about how awesome we are. Um, so hopefully this show doesn't disappoint. Uh, what you working on? That's our first what we start with. Mental, what you working on? All right. Well, not necessarily working on something, but I just did another extreme experience weekend where I was instructing at Atlanta Motorsport or Atlanta Motor Speedway rather than Atlanta Motorsports Park. And I need to give a proper shout out to Joe Moore and uh, Rich and Shu and all the guys at Extreme Experience and the road crew uh, because I was able to actually get them to hire as support personnel my, my junior ROTC detachment. So they uh, paid us money and they paid for the hotel room and actually fed the kids and the kids were learning not just about cars but about business stuff and when i had them all lining the cars up to get fuel so one of them's in a lamborghini one of them's in an audi r8 one of them's in a porsche gt3 and another one's in an aston martin for almost six hours i was the coolest high high school teacher in the united states so absolutely that's awesome yeah, and it and then of course you know everyone extreme experience all the instructors Tom and all the guys that we all know they uh, they took the kids for a ride uh, they may or may not have gotten airborne on one section of the track <laughs> so, so apparently there's some uh, Wait, Snapchat but the uh, the SS that they're using for the lead now they uh, they still have the Evos but they they brought a pair of SSs and. Not everybody likes them because, you know, they're big girls, but, oh, they make all the right noises and they do all the right smoky tire things. I like them. Chevy SSs. Yes, absolutely. Chevy SSs. Nice. Very nice. You'd imagine they'd be less temperamental in the Evos, but... uh, Well, and it was a cold weekend, and uh, I think so, but, you know, the Evos always had to have the the intercoolers going, but what I'm noticing is the the brakes in the SS didn't need a little bit of cooling as well. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. well they'll they'll get them set up right i mean the first time they rolled oh, the SSs, yeah. they were bone stock and they worked them to get them to where they were so yeah and it's not like they haven't you know it's just the same formula just you know they just chase it with a uh, different equation on this time but uh and then the other thing is uh vicky and i are doing bathroom work remodeling our downstairs bathroom because why not all the cool chrises are doing it so i've got to be doing that over the holiday week as well you know did yours need it yeah, because it's that old 70s, not because of a natural disaster, but it's that old 70s, highly textured uh, uh, drywall mud kind of sure. deal. It just, ugh, it looks terrible. It was dark. So, you know, that had to happen. Just, and just I, nobody tell my wife that all this is going on because <laughs> I, I have too much car work. I can't do any housework and it's piling up. And uh, the last thing is my marksmanship team had their opening uh, match last night. So not so much where we're, what I'm working on, but, hey, my marksmanship team uh, went against the state champions. And, you know, granted, we lost, but we did really, really well. One of the kids had 11 bullseyes. So that's phenomenal. Cool. Nice. That's great. So, Chris, Chrissy. You're, Chris, you're frozen, but you're fun to look at. That's Can true. You, you have a cute smile. <laughs> well, that's good. Chris, what you working on? We in ridiculous poses. Uh, yeah, usually, otherwise. Uh, I'm doing more head porting. I'm just about done. I just want to do a quick little final once touch up over on everything, and I need to strip the exhaust valves out of the old old and busted head because the ones in the junkyard head I'm working on right now were really tragic with deposits, uh, where the ones in the, the head off the car were not too bad. So 
that's going to come off soon. I'm doing a little bit of uh, wainscoting a bit until I realized I had the wrong tools and I've got the right ones from Chrissy's dad so I can keep going on the wainscoting project and finish up the bathroom. Hi, hi Chrissy's dad. Thank you. Oh, Joe will nice. appreciate that. That's new. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I did rear brakes on a friend's Accord because she had a couple of shops tell her that she should do them. And I told her, hey, you can probably last the winter uh, on it. Then she went and got new tires put on because I got her t- uh, put, turned her onto a uh, tire rack for new tires there. And then she had those put on. They said, you really should do your brakes. So I did the brakes. And my original estimation of, oh, those can last the winter, I was right. By the time I got them all off, I said, yeah, those can last the winter. But, hey, you know what? <laughs> Once you're there, you just break them. Exactly. Know? Right. You know, yeah. For new, new Raybestos advanced technology rotors and pads, so she should be good for as long as she owns that car for back brakes. So. I say, what was what was the ones that we were talking about at New Hampshire, our favorite new uh, new brakes, who, the, the company that probably shouldn't sponsor us? Oh, Wagner Thermo Clients. Or... Yeah. <laughs> actually, I've become a Raybestos fan since using them so much in the Honda and, and how great the ST43s are. So I'm starting to use them more in, in regular life, too, and been quite pleased with the quality I've seen so far. So Good to Very know. Very nice. I do, uh, I do the Evos on all my, uh, all my daily driver, whatever, cars. They do really well. Chrissy, what are you working on? Why don't you go? What are you working oh. on? Uh, so I had a quick vacation. Uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, got to see me shirtless again. As it was we amazing. Know, lo- it was amazing. Yeah, me shirtless on Facebook is not a pretty sight. Forty-five desk job. You figure it out. But uh, I, I, we saw you having fun at the water park. Yeah, water park was great. We went to a Great Wolf Lodge. But uh, you know, like I think it was three weeks ago, we covered how to winterize your race car. Yes, yes, yes. I did. And, and I didn't do it. Well, hey, do you remember, <laughs> do you remember part of that was me saying, usually how this goes is the first really cold night, it's me texting Jeff, hey, Jeff, it's going to be cold tonight. You should do something about this. And Jeff ends up we putting should... any present at 9 o'clock at night. We yeah. refer to that <laughs> so, show. So, out. so yeah. I'm in Virginia. Called it. And I, I, I received the text message, hey, it's going to freeze tonight. So then I'm texting my brother Jim, like, go into my house, get the key for the trailer, Wait go into my minute. garage. Got to do this. Exactly Got to do this. What was going to happen? I, I did. You I did. Yeah, Absolutely did. And there is still no antifreeze in it, but it is an enclosed trailer with a shop light in under the hood, and uh, it will be fixed later this weekend. But as we all know. Um, that water wasn't exactly clean at the last lemons race anyway, so whatever. <laughs> I think we've flushed it six times. It was times. pretty green. It was still pretty green, so I'm not worried about it. I went in and I felt put my hand under it, and it's actually you know, 10, 15 full degrees warmer under the hood than in ambient temperatures. Oh, the, sh- the shop light makes a world of difference. Like that's, yeah. that's the emergency keep us from freezing thing. So. Yeah. Good suggestion. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I also ordered a bunch of uh, car parts, not a bunch of car parts, but I used my Rock Auto discount because this weekend coming up, it's Toe Pig Love Weekend. I'm going to. Uh, that sounds be pretty dirty, changing. Jeff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, 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 do, you, do you look for that on <laughs> Craigslist? No, 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 I don't. Don't do that search. Not a poor pub search, first, everybody. The first Facebook user that we get that types that into their local Craigslist oh, and hits no. return and posts the results, I will send a sticker to. We don't have the stickers <laughs> yet, but you will get one from us. So search Toe Pig Love in Craigslist, like the whole Craigslist. Toe Pig Love the Fest. Section. The fest. Fest is a big deal because it's one thing to express toe pig love, but to have an entire festival yes, surrounding yes. the idea uh, is even better. Chris, is you you are just a review for people who might be new to the podcast. You are uh, uh, fixing the head on our totally broken race car because in three weeks we tow from New Jersey to Atlanta and I have to fix the tow vehicle or else I will crash and die with no brakes or too much brakes or too much anti-lock brakes in my avalanche. So getting getting on that this weekend. How long has I it been since your concept of too much brakes? Well, because Jeff... it's too much brakes on one wheel. That's the problem. The other three wheels don't have enough. How long has it been since your avalanche had four properly working brakes? Curious. And the dad bought it three what, years what ago. What year is it? Yeah. Did it really when you bought it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Oh, good. It, they all worked no, great. No, oh, no, no. They all worked moderately well. No. But, you know. Chris, okay. didn't you do the same thing on the sub recently? Last summer, I replaced all the brake lines in the truck. <laughs> on yes. emergency. Oh, yeah. Well, on, one of, the, one of on, them failed yeah. at the boat ramp. 
on the Cape. That's a great place for it to fail. <laughs> is at the boat ramp. I was I drove the boat with the the uh, trailer, and I was like, man, these brakes are terrible. And he was like, you don't have brakes. Yeah. So <laughs> there is that. <laughs> it was fun backing I, it down yeah. the ramp to pick the boat out of the water with no brakes. So that was basically done with the the truck in drive and then giving a little gas to slow it down and stop it. <laughs> no, but, but Chris, you actually changed a wheel sensor, right? Oh, yes, oh, yeah. I did change the wheel sensor. What happened is my, my left front wheel, the wire clip that held the wire in place to the spindle came loose. The wire rubbed against the wheel over the course of a couple hundred miles and wore through the wire. So I replaced the the sensor with a new one from GM, and this is very strange. It had an Allen bolt holding it on. It was definitely a, a internal hex you know, key sort of bolt. It was not a Torx, but it was five-sided. I have never pentagon. seen it. It was a Pentagon Allen wrench. And I, I, I swear still, to I you, shenanigans on Chrissy, you I, looked I at you it too. It. I, I saw it. I, put I, it. I hope you kept it. I put it back. That's all you I had. That's all I had. <laughs> so I took a six-sided Allen key and I, I ground it. It was too big. So I ground it down to five sides about the right size and got that to work. I don't uh, know. See, I, I will go with Chris because it sounds like that stupid non-existent Torx key they had on the Fieros to back their brakes back in the day and then some other stupid specialty tool when they were on that kick. I even went to Napa on the scooter because that's all I could because I parked the Suburban in the middle of the driveway. And, of course, the Mercedes and the NSX <laughs> were in the driveway and Chris, he was gone. So I go on the scooter and I said, do you ever see the five-side Allen key? The guy looks at me like, uh, you on drugs, kid? And, yeah. and you asked a bunch of friends. Oh, yeah. Like you asked Aaron and like you know, feel like, right. you know, if, if, me, if Aaron's Warren, never like, seen it, then I know that nobody has. And if Jeff has taken his brakes apart, I don't know how many times now. And 10, 12, nine, Because they're still not working. Well, no, it, that doesn't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So anyway, so that's coming on. I will I will be changing wheel sensors, but I'm going to ask the opinion of the group here, uh, talking to a friend who does a lot of wrenching at work, and, oh, what are you doing this weekend, blah, blah, explain the whole thing. He suggested that my problem might be a bad wheel bearing, and it's changing the distance between the Hall effect sensor and the we- and the um, spoked wheel inside the axle. So, you know, something new to look for. Well, putting a new one on can't hurt considering the one that's in there has 120,000 miles. And, you know. In New Jersey. Yeah. New York. So, and you're, Southern New York. You're towing yeah, from yeah, yeah. far away. Your truck yeah. is a rusty pile, too. Rust, so. Rusty pile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was better than the last one, though. It was way better. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm working on, and uh, more report next week. Great. Um, so I am not working on anything. I'm working on wedding planning, so nothing interesting in the garage. I was helping with wainscoting, and then I stopped helping with wainscoting. And then, so things are coming along well with the wedding. That's what we're doing. Just getting vendors in in um, in line. And my friend Allison, who Jeff knows, uh, actually both of you know, um, Allison came over, and uh, Chris did her worked on his her car, and we just chatted. So it was nice, nice afternoon. Oh, good. Allison from the Babe Rally 150 yes. years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the same one. Uh, it's uh, the Saab uh, Babe Rally. Yeah. Yes. No, no, it was the huh. year. Oh, yeah. Miata. We did the year of the Miata. Yeah, yeah and I just, jo- I just joined you guys halfway through, didn't start, didn't finish, traded the car for beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good story. So, a pretty, <laughs> a pretty normal story. mental adventure. Really? Yeah, exactly. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I should probably yeah, feel yeah. I should probably feel a little shame, but uh, it was dope. No, you're gonna feel proud about that. Yeah, he's exactly. a little, just a little proud. Yeah. To so get away proud. from the mental shame story, why don't we move on to news and notes? <laughs> Houston race. Who has something going on? Who knows okay, something? so uh, I, I I didn't know something happened, but tetanus. Uh, shout out to tetanus racing because they uh, they started and finished, and Steph even got that ridiculous. Uh, Four one one thing of hers running. Oh, that thing was terrible. It actually ran like the whole race. No, God, no! It showed up not running. I think they got it running Saturday Saturday night. Wow, oh, tetanus came with a couple cars, didn't they? They they were. They, I saw yeah. some Facebook that they had probably four or five, maybe more. And they they normally do because Houston is their home track until uh, Doctor Mom and uh, Chris moved away. But yeah. I think they even they still keep a car in Houston just for that reason. Okay. Oh, they came in um pretty high, didn't they? Second, third. You know, yeah. <laughs> we have results we should, here. We should, do the results oh, matter? No. Or show we should just yeah. check the uh, check the book of face and okay. see what uh, 
Well, anybody that is anybody is talking about this rollover. So there was a rollover. Uh, and, and, yeah, uh, I didn't hear about this. Somebody tell me what happened. Uh, apparently a car, one of them, don't even know what it was, ran, uh, lost their brakes uh, on a straight, and then they rolled over. So I only know the, I'm only watching the comments on this really, but everybody's kind of going back and forth and they're saying, uh, the noobs or people that don't necessarily know as much and or care about the organization, the Lemons organization, are saying, well, that it, it's not really the driver's fault, so the driver shouldn't be penalized by being banned or you know being out for a year. So um, that's kind of what they're going back and forth. Of course, John Pagels has chimed in, and and this is on the old crappy Facebook group. So um, there's just a whole lot of people that are saying, you know. With robot arms, you shouldn't do this. That's bad. Do not ban him. Uh, oh, the, it the, wasn't the, his the, fault. The infamous Jay and uh, 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 Nick. Uh, you do not know what you were talking. Here's Pretty my. Much. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go to if they uh, if they banned uh, Coco Strader for getting. And I watched that accident happen in my mirror. If they banned her for getting hit by uh, a Porsche and gotten rolled over on her roof. I'm sorry, no, Miata, I, but it was a Miata. Miata and the Miata got rear-ended by a Porsche. If they banned her for that, then, you know, you got to affect the standard. Now, the thing about standards is standards don't always equate to justice, but they are absolute standards. Well, and oh. th- everybody keeps saying that they, it doesn't happen often. Everybody, and it's a goal to not roll over because you just don't want to do it's that. Because it's a bad thing. Right, and you don't want to be banned. So it's just all around a good rule, but yet there's just the robot arm noobs. Well, once and made- I'll mention to Chris, Chris, you're here. Um, you know, the insurers put in these rules and you got to follow the rules. There's only one thing worse than not having a rule. It's having a rule and not following it. That is like the number one thing for risk management. Absolutely. And, yeah, and Jay and crew need to do their best for plausible deniability, even for things that they shouldn't know. That's why they leave the track is basically as soon as it's over because they don't want to be around <laughs> for the shenanigans. <laughs> Um, what? Because so, some clown in a boat might do a bunch of donuts? What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking and, uh, about. So <laughs> the, other thing, <laughs> the other thing is that um, uh, I've lost my train of thought. So anyway, keep going. Standards, oh, okay. because they, they, they've got to have plausible deniability. They have to enforce the rules for oh, their insurance. That's right. Um, Phil will tell you the story that as soon as they put the why am I on my roof rule up, amazingly, the level of aggro driving went down. And they start, uh, They didn't have to actually use that penalty, the, that rule, very often. There's only been you know, a handful of people that have actually been blocked for a year for that rule, and yeah. uh, also the number of cars who have gone for you know, getting parked for four black flags has gone down. I don't know how much of also that has coincidentally the rise of AER, but who knows? Yeah, I, I don't want to also mention that. Like, let's not worry about whose fault it is. Two of the rollovers that I know about, and one is Steph Schrader, and one is the what was that thing? Was it a was it a um, Chevy C- Celebrity or something that rolled when the gentleman broke his neck? That was a no. That was that was a Cavalier. It was Anton's. Cavalier. It was Anton's Cavalier wagon, and the, yeah. guy, the guy driving it is a friend of Dan's. Yeah. Oh. So they both had injuries that they really should have sat out for a little while. I mean, we've all read Steph Schrader's uh, piece on the head injury. That's an excellent point. That was yeah. Sit yeah. him for a year. I'm sorry. I think that I think that was on the Facebook that they, when they were going back and forth saying that that was helpful and and then you know it was just a lot of robot arms. But I just yeah. I thought it was funny. And not not funny. I'm sorry. Rollovers are not funny. The fo- f- Facebook comments of ro- ro- robot arms are funny. Funny strange. But, but, funny haha. Yeah. <laughs> But to, to bring it back to a, a happy note, so I, I did get on the Facebook and basically what uh, Tetanus, because they competed in MSR and did well, they are now the Gulf region champions. So they are the three, they are the three pedal mafia of the Gulf region. So, so are, they coming, there, are but... they coming to Atlanta with their free entry then? You know, we need to find out. That's a that's an excellent, excellent question. I, remi- I reminded Nick of that when it, he when I got the angry gram of you haven't paid for Atlanta. I said, so I think we won this East Coast <laughs> Championship thing. And Nick's like, oh, yeah, that. I guess I should update those numbers and stuff. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. And of course, you were looking at it. You were refreshing. You were interested in seeing that. Well, that's only because last year we got robbed of the last race. So I, I know we have a lot of things to cover. So we let's keep robbed, moving on. Man. Hey, we got um, screwed. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to really quick mention because it was on the Facebook page and I want to cover it, but I don't think it's a huge thing anymore. Uh, Nuremberg video got posted of a just tremendously scary crash. I mean, I, I've never been on the Nuremberg. I'm going to really. defer to That's y'all. But Nuremberg Ring. Nuremberg is a town near there. Yes, I'm sorry. Nuremberg Ring. Yes, thank actually, you. The, yeah, the, crash, the crash wasn't there. The crash was on the ring. It was obviously yes. some sort of uh, public day. They were all streetcars, uh, and and I believe it was some sort of BMW pulls over, sees the accident <clears throat> happening in front of him, excuse me, and gets out of his car, goes back, starts waving, has no flag, has no vest. At least he got on the other side of the guardrails, and just car after car oh, after I think car was it's- added to the pile. I think it's great that he got out. I mean, we said yeah, he broke a rule that he was getting out, but he his you can see he so he's got a helmet cam, a, like a GoPro on his helmet. Yeah, and and so when the crash is happening in front of him and there's crash after crash after crash and they're just stacking up in front of him, he gets out of his car because there's probably 20 more cars that crash behind him. You watch that some of the cars actually hit his car. So exactly. people are piling up on his car. He, if he was in the car, he would have gotten seriously hurt. And, so and I, he I, was I, waving, and he was saving yeah. people's lives because Absolutely. they were on the brakes a hundred yards earlier, watching him wave. Yeah, so I think he was in a safe space. I mean, it wasn't ideal, but none of it was ideal. I mean, it was that. That's exactly why we have flaggers. Internet high five to that guy for heads up thinking. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't speak English. Yeah, and when he yelled uh, in German to Internet hoch fünf. Wait, wait, I, I, I know this. Oh, wait, because I. I uh, Unos dos, or not, I'm dusted nope. Spanish. Uh, eins, zwei, yes. drei. I said it in German. Uh, I got it. It, it's yeah, so yeah, I know five in German. Yeah, that whole thing where I used to live there and was fluent, you know. It's, it's okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay I, I, I used to live there and I could get a beer to find the bathroom and get my face slapped. Yeah. Beers are That's all I do called, in Spanish. They're called beer. <laughs> you know? yeah, okay. yeah. Well, because so I anyway. never had to count more than three because I'm BS, five beer, and then if you order more than that, you order a meter. So. Next. No, I was going to finish that joke. You were just going to deal with it. Jeff, I, I thanks for care. posting that video. It was interesting. Yes, everybody go watch the video. Let's get on to some more important news because more important news happened since I posted that. Um, everyone was watching. At least I know I was. I know Chrissy was. I know a couple other people. Rally Baby contingent on the Facebook. Um, t- Team Tiny Vet from the West Coast. Two old ancient dudes you'd never expect to do it. Don and Mike drove their Opal GT from somewhere in Cali Bayer. No. to the yeah, I think to Bayer. the Red Ball Garage. Spent one night in a hotel in Jersey. Went to the Red Ball Garage, turned around, and cannonballed back to Redondo Beach in a fucking Opal GT, fully caged. Two crusty dudes, no heat, no nothing. Full race car action on Kirkies. On Kirkies. Oh no, they had Kirkies. Ooh, ooh, the that's winter. the worst. Part. It was, uh, and <clears throat> I, I don't know if there is a lemons, uh, a, a lemons record, but damn if they didn't set it forty-seven fifty. And these guys, I, I don't know them personally. You guys might. You've been out there, Don yeah, and Mike. We've, we've met uh, Mike before. Yeah, they got to be like what, one hundred and fifty years old. <laughs> That's not nice. Sorry, that's not nice. But but you know they they do have a nice comfortable ZZ Top vibe kind of going on. Absolutely. And I don't know how they fit in the Opal GT with the size of nuts that they got because they are better <laughs> men than me. I am so wholly impressed by their actions. Oh, I thought you. I thought you were gonna. Um, so they are notorious for the amount of issues they have trying to get to and from the track. Uh, they don't have a good tow setup because they're infamous for they, they have, drive it to the track right no 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 no. they they tow it but they don't do well like they usually have some kind of problem and they're just like oh tiny vet has this problem getting to the you track you might There's, call their, their trailer or tow vehicle janky jeff you might understand <laughs> i know what that's about <laughs> i haven't had a wheel for a yeah. while <laughs> they're stuck in some you know mountainous place in california Those guys yeah are- and i are good though about doing weird things with their lemons car. They've run that Opal at Bonneville too. I know. I was about to mention that the they have the salt lemons record and now the Cannonball lemons record because they're the only people with enough sack to do it. So. No way in hell I'm driving the Civic cross country. My kidneys could not stand oh, it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Honestly, in a it, it, it's in the Kirkleys. That's I mean. No part of this sounds pleasant, but aluminum metal seat that does nothing but punish your flat butt. Ah. 
They they posted a video of rain, freezing rain in some state, and I, it was like icicles on their beards, and it was just crazy. And I, they just, I'm amazed, amazed. I think that's the if only we, way they stayed warm is their giant testicles filled up most of the cabin <laughs> and uh, gave off heat. Gave off heat. Yeah. If, uh, if, it's, if the German guy gets one internet high five for waving his arms and letting his car get crashed, these guys get a hundred. I'm just, I'm amazed. And you can find their 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 pages on Facebook, Team Tiny Vet, and they do. They have all these photos posted uh, of the car and of them driving across. It's yeah, it's it's pretty legendary. Absolutely. Uh, I put one more thing in the news and notes sections. I don't know how many people, because I put it on kind of last, uh, late. Uh, uh, the lemons, uh, whatever, rulers, uh, benevolent rulers, have posted a interesting event, HoopDecon. I don't know how many have you have seen this. but uh, I have not, Jeff. Tell us a little bit about HoopDecon in 30 seconds so, or less. Yeah, I know. we got to move quickly here. Uh, Jay mentioned on a different podcast that he was putting together HoopDecon, uh, Concourse de Lemons, Radwood, and Lemons getting together for a weekend of just spectacular showings. Failure. Uh, yeah. Fa- no, I wouldn't say failure because it's not going to be a race. It's definitely going to no, be well, and, like and a Radwood. Radwood. Radwood is not pieces of crap. Radwoods is a period correct eighties and nineties cars. Yes, so, so yeah, they're going to so be disappointed when Lemon shows up. Mm. Uh, I think it's more like people who like funky stuff, okay, yeah. a- and who can get in a costume and have a good time and will enjoy a DJ show, and that's really what they're going for. I I that's a huge is... part of Radwood is the uh, the period correct costumes. I yeah. imagine this is in the Bay Area because it is in the Bay Area. And I'll I believe watch from afar. Sad trombone yeah. for us. Yeah, exactly. Aww. We can ha- we can have our own. Oh well, oh, or not. Here's the thing: is is Bradley Brownell put together that Radwood thing, and it's bigger than he thought it would be, and he keeps wanting to do one on the East Coast. So yeah, why not? Yeah, do it. Isn't so. his uh his uh, uh podcast partner from the Atlanta area or something? No, Brad used to live in Atlanta. His podcast oh, Brad partner used to uh, live. yeah, uh, Cam, Cam is in Ohio. Hey, we can talk to talk about it, uh, sponsoring that here on our radio show, and we will get fives of people to attend. Uh, <laughs> it would be awesome. So but we already Cam, have fives of. Yeah, we already exactly. have five. Cam, like Brad, I said, want, fives of East people. Coast partners, we're your mom. people. Fives of people. So, uh, and real quick, so I, I I just heard back from uh, Doctor Mom. Yes, they are coming to Road Atlanta. Ha ha! Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Be good to see them. All the, only two cars this time, but yeah. That's plenty. Well, I think that's news and notes, unless anyone has anything else looking at the round the table. No, let's move on to the main topic. What's our main topic tonight, Chris? Why don't you introduce it? Our topic tonight is how to be a good arrive and drive. We've all done it, and if you haven't done it yet, you probably will or should someday because it's a great way to experience something new. What, Chrissy? What does it mean? What does arrive and drive mean? Okay, what is what's the definition? That's actually that's a that's a solid. It's a wonderful point, question. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Arrive and drive is you don't bring your a car to the track. You show up and drive with somebody else. So you arrive at the track, and then you drive. And ideally, <laughs> if you are a nice person and a good teammate, you do more than drive. And that's what we're talking about today. Because anybody can show up right before their stint, drive, and then leave. We call those people jerks. <laughs> but there are other people who actually like that kind of arrive and drive and i'm going to get to that in my piece but go ahead chris keep sure. going and you know this is that 24 hours of daytona with gentlemen racers and so this this is this is this is real racing um <clears throat> so <clears throat> the way i like to think about having the best arrive and drive is we've had a lot of people arrive and drive on our team we usually do a pretty good job of screening those people before we do so, and that has really helped us get a lot of really great quality arrival drives. Most of them have actually gone on to become part of our team overall, and that's really how we've kind of grown uh, as we keep going. And the best way I can describe it to be a good arrival drive is pretend you own the team. I don't want to see anybody sitting down or stopping until they can't find anything else to do. Because frankly, that's what I'm doing, and Jeff and Chrissy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jim, that's what we're all doing, is we are all, we always see something to do. It might be, really anything. Is fuel, do we have fuel? Is it bought? Is it in the cans? Is it ready for, the, in the, the wagon, ready for the next stop? Is the paddock clean? Like, 
Are we, is we it have, time to take the trash right. out? Do we have dishes everywhere? There are paper towels on the floor. There are tools spread all over the workbench. That all has to get done. Um, prep for the next meal. When's the last time stirred the crock pot? Like, or is something even in the crock pot? Do we even know what we're having? That's <laughs> Anybody can do that. And usually we don't only when I'm in the car. Right. This is what it's like. This was like, Chrissy, wake up. What am I making for breakfast? Oh, oh come <laughs> on. You guys know the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and or I'm helping you, so get out. It's true. It's true. Recently, and, and I think once I uh, I got up before Chrissy and I was making bacon, and Chrissy got up. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I, well, I'm I'm, I'm making the bacon because you know you were sleeping. We're not having bacon today. We're supposed to be having leftover ham from last night. What are you doing? <laughs> that never uh-huh. happens. <laughs> no, we yeah, never not have bacon. Mental speaking. Honest. Well, speaking of of that exact interaction, that was when we were all down at NCM. It was it was the two of us and yes. Mental and Hamza. And it, that's what it was. It he was, was cooking up the meat from the night before. And I was like, "That's lunch." No, it was steak. You were cooking up the steak from the night before. That, that was for lunch. Yeah, you were like, "We're okay, gonna steak and yeah. eggs." No, that's lunch, Mental. Hangs head. <laughs> uh, oh. Nope. I said, "Well, looks like it's steak for breakfast." <laughs> Add, lunch. So add, uh, don't cook things that aren't ready to come to <laughs> right. Have to be a good arrive and drive list. Chrissy, you got stuff on well, the arrive and drive list? Why did we finish my oh, story? He has, a, he has a few more. Is that oh, go ahead. The, uh, the best, one of the best parts about that weekend at NCM was that the four of us have all had our own team. So we all were constantly doing this as what needs to be done so i would say all right i gotta go over the car and rotate the tires or something i go over there and hamza's already halfway through it i say all right well i gotta start uh, you know cooking something well chrissy's halfway through it I, well, let's gotta clean the windows well mental already did the back one like it was all just happening around us and it had the same experience happened to all of us and that's the way the team should go is everything's getting done so take ownership of something you feel comfortable doing tell the team principals you're going to do it take something mm-hmm. off their plate be a team player for whatever capacity you can yeah, yeah. I actually had that. We're going to do another shout-out to Steve, who gets a shout-out like every other uh, trick. A well-deserved so, shout-out. A well-deserved shout-out. I, I piled up a bunch of dishes, and I was cleaning my oil from frying turkey at the last race. Mm. And I went back, and the dishes were just done. And I was like, oh, the dish fairy showed up. <laughs> and there's Steve walking through the paddock with Thank the dish Steve. Steve. Steve so. has showed up this year, though. Um, Absolutely. In, in really picking up this mentality of... There's never a time to stop until everything's done. Steve has showed up and taken ownership of that. So kudos to Steve for uh, for for doing that. You know who else deserves? I mean, and, and not to take any of Steve's kudos, but you know who else deserves kudos? We're waiting. Chris's mom. Chris's mom. Hi, Chris's mom. Chris's mom. Hi, Chris's mom. She makes all of the she delightful bakes. home baked goodies that go. Oh, in that's her right. Totally, yes. Oh, yes. and and the containers and containers of cookies that every, the team eats. That's what I was getting yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, very yes. important. We yes. bring so again, actually, bags and bags of home baked goods, mom. and they're great. Wait, 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 wait! Everybody, be quiet. Double the snickerdoodles. <laughs> Chrissy's mom, double the amount of snickerdoodles. <laughs> but because Chris hoards them, they're his favorite. So he's <laughs> well, like, he's for me. Chris True hoards story. them because Jeff eats them. <laughs> True story. All right, mental, mental. What do you got, Mister cool. Arrive and Drive? Yeah, I, I am, and and this is the thing. So. Coming from my background, as I once had a, a guy give me a terrible piece of advice, you know, and it was about how to shamelessly get promoted in the career, but it actually works in a team mentality. It was make your boss's problems your problems. Now, but to that end, when you're showing up as an arrive and drive, what are the team's goals? Make the team's goals your goals. They want to be a podium finish. They're expecting you to be a podium class driver. You better be up to the task. If you're not, you need to talk to them about that beforehand. Or do they just want to finish? In which case, don't be out there setting a lap record. I think uh, I, I've actually been very lucky with my arrive and drives, but I know a couple of us have had arrive and drive show up, and then they take the car away from everybody else for the weekend, and that is immensely depressing you know when you're your guy that just forked out eight hundred dollars wad your car up but you just don't show up you just don't walk up and go hey i'm so-and-so i paid you guys money to drive this weekend you want to get on an email and talk with the guys that run the car built a car beforehand not just to find out about the car but to find out about the team one of my favorite guys to arrive and drive with is jerry wrinkle out of texas he's just he sets the whole thing up and he knows specific tasks and then he makes it a point to introduce everybody beforehand because he runs with a bunch of guys he played football with back in high school so you're entering into their little clubhouse so 
it's it's something that you want. And then while you're <laughs> while you're while you're dancing about, you know, you don't want to be afraid. It'd be funnier with the tube of mockery, Chris. Well, <laughs> they you don't want to be afraid to introduce new ideas. And when you're considering that kind of stuff, they they don't have to adopt it. Don't attach your ego to it. But at the same time, watch how they're doing stuff because there's some good ideas that you could bring back to your team. You could uh, do Me- that one. Mental's uh, audio inconsistencies are brought to you this week by the Team of Mockery, sponsored by Honda. And it's inconsistent oil changes strategies. Thank you very much. Back to you, Mental. All right, so look at this as a first date. The ultimate goal of anybody that builds a car is they don't want to be calling a bunch of strangers to drive their car. They're looking to build a network and a catalog of drivers that they can run. And no one wants to run one of these pure arrive and drive teams. It's a financial disaster. So it's a social sport. It's a small group. So while you're dating this team, you want to keep your reputation up because it's going to get other dates and also other relationships. And I, I typed all this out. My entire wheel-to-wheel experience, a good bit of my writing career, uh, the job I had when I first retired, and in other employment opportunities and even this podcast all can be traced back to a very specific arrival drive I did in 2009 with a group of folks I'd never met in real life only online so it's 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 a response it was was, absolutely that was a poor choice (laughs) (laughs) hey but he's still here apologizing still yeah (laughs) most importantly most importantly when you first met me did I have hair no. Oh. No. Shh. Jeff, you didn't have hair when I met you. <laughs> yeah, you have Damn it. And honestly, I heard the same thing from your algebra teacher. They didn't, you know, when you're in high school, they, you didn't have hair when they met you. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> it, seems bad. it seems bad. Is it Roy Moore bad? I don't no, know. No. Are you done your written statement? Because I have to say that. I want to jump in here, and I know Chrissy's supposed to be next, but Go ahead, jump my chug kind of comes in here is you have to know what kind of team you're getting involved in. You oh, mentioned, God. are you, yes, you are to. you running for this? Are you running for this? You need to not say yes to a team that you don't match. And we've had that before and mental match perfectly. And that's why I wanted to jump in with it. Chris, you want to know you want to jump in here too. A great example is when we go and ran with spank for the first time. Chris, you'll tell us more about this. Sorry, but uh, that's, that's a great example of, 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 uh, of making sure right, it matches. Let, let Chrissy talk. Let Chrissy talk. This is literally off of my notes. Wait, no, let's all interrupt Chrissy. I didn't read your notes. I'm let's sorry. Let's all interrupt Chrissy right now. Let's all interrupt Chrissy right now. <laughs> I Go, wrote Chrissy. my notes uh, three days ago, and this is exactly what I said. So our, I'll tell you the story. So our first arrive and drive was experience was 2011, and we basically, uh, Chris gave me uh, a little sticker for a gift and said, our my present is a graduation present when I graduated from college and said our present is uh, we're going to go somewhere in the country and race with somebody. So we said I have some ideas. We looked at uh, talked uh, about racing with Chris Overzette. It's got some Hondas be similar to what we have. And then there was uh, at this race was in Button Willow with Spank and he had a whole lot of different cars and we said let's just do something fun it'd probably be a low-key race a lot of uh, craziness going on hopefully we'll get on track we'll get some traffic track experience but we won't necessarily um you know we're not probably not going to win we're just going to get to drive some fun cars and have a great time that was the yes. class c onslaught race so that's where Spank brought four ridiculous terrible awful cars and somehow we were supposed to race them that was a pretty epic event for Spank first time he did four cars next uh why don't you tell us what the cars were it was the Mini that he's had forever, and that time it had a turbo on it. That was terrifyingly exciting until it puked oil over my shoes. 900cc, 1100cc? Uh, kind of like your turbo. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it was a 998 at that time. Um, then there was an Austin America and a Simca 1204 and a Mini Moke with the 1275. Oh, oh, oh my Moke. favorite. Oh, it was awesome. Center Drive, it's glorious it was so balanced it was so much fun so okay so we went and we had a we had had our team and so we kind of knew what the expectations were going to be but uh we really tried to help him out and um but we also had the mechanical sympathies we've raced with him a couple other times and he's had some drivers that literally had no mechanical sympathy they were taking their time on the track and racing as hard as they could um we were up in the ridge and i was in the um 
in the mini at that time uh, a driver before me got out of the car and they he had cooked the motor and so I basically didn't have a car to drive so um, that was kind of unfortunate so it's you know it affects other people when you're trying to drive faster if that's what you drive with your own cars you don't necessarily show up and uh, and yeah. try to drive hard and Mentor mentioned mm-hmm. that you don't want to wad up somebody else's car but you also don't want to flat spot the tires or use up the brakes mm-hmm. or anything yeah. else Jim. so yeah, we have that on our own team. So yeah. anyway, so we've um, we, and we basically have arrived and drived every year since then. So Jim has gotten much better in the brakes. I will give him credit, but I had to throw that out. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a couple other things that I had on my list is that we do clean keep when we show up somewhere. We usually try to keep busy. We keep clean up. We try to feed people, especially when we race with Spank. He's a little bit unorganized, so I kind of try to <laughs> take it on his organization. So he'll like pack a whole a, a bunch of boxes that look the same, and basically somebody will be like, "I need this," and I'm like, "Okay, I think I saw that in some box over there." Usually, he's more concerned <laughs> with keeping his heaps on track, and then also like building an entire two bedroom apartment in the paddock garage of Sonoma. <laughs> he actually did that once. For a, for a child of some sort, right? No, that was for, that was no, for an arrival. Built- that, that was actually for an arrive and drive trial. That was Ilya and Ellie. They were usually part of Sputnik. They showed up for an arrive and drive. And they, they brought a baby with them, whole, right? Yeah, la, their la, baby. La, yeah, but la, I am building house. Yeah, I didn't think it was a random baby. I figured it was their baby. I mean, <laughs> Look, I found well, a baby. Hey, if there was Sputnik, it, it very well could be a random baby. Yeah, right. I traded the lawnmower for it. I uh, write, like write that down help. in the bad ways to be an arrive and drive. Don't bring a random baby. <laughs> you have to bring a baby, make sure it's your baby, and that you have permission of whoever is the owner of that baby. <laughs> so I think we always think about mechanical sympathy because we think about that on our own cars, and we think uh, we would like other people to have that on our cars. So we think about that for other people's cars, and also about just thinking about what you can bring to the team. Are you able to work on the car? Are you just able to hand wrenches? Just try to be there, cook food, or you know, get food get food from the food truck. I mean, even that might be helpful. So even if you can't have, you don't have food, and there's no food for you to cook, then go find it. Whatever your capacity, take ownership. And, and work it. Own that, whatever you can do. And and this was, well, you know, I don't know how to do turn wrenches. I don't know how to do this. And this thing, you can pick up a broom. You can absolutely pick up a broom and sweep the stuff out. You can literally, like, hey, guys, I'm going to just go get everyone pizzas. It's a dozen jobs that all need to be done. And if you're not you're not doing them, that means somebody else who has a skill set that you don't have has to do them. So just you might think it's just menial and stupid, but it's vital. If you can do it, that means someone else doesn't have to. Yeah. Just make sure you know that mental switch the tires around. Oh, in the Rotate dark. Rotate tires, not your job, mental. All right. I, I, you're gonna... CMP. That was a CMP. group effort. That was Omar was definitely involved in that, too, and it was late <laughs> at night, so it's tough to trust a lot there. But, but when I go out Sunday morning and uh, – like the... you, have, you have triangle wheels. Yeah, <laughs> they were. They were uh, the belts were showing, weren't they? They did rotate yeah. with the belts showing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now Yeah, there was some alcohol and, and Omar involved in that one, and it was in the dark. And the way that yeah, it was in the it, dark. You were in we the road to, at CMP. We had to do it on the road, and the the the, this, the street light kind of just shined down on the car, so you couldn't see anything. And that was also that was the weekend of the uh, the infamous uh, jet ski. So, you know, we're all lucky we survived at sure. all. Sure. That, that weekend yeah. was uh, completely responsible for updating the – or actually creating the car checklists that we have now so that every night whoever is working on the car has to fill out a checklist. And one of the items in there is check tires, flat spots. <laughs> well, and it didn't matter because I ended up getting – I end up getting hit, and that was uh, the same weekend we had to use the two Suburbans to straighten the car out. Yeah, that was just not a banner weekend. So, no. Jeff, do, do, hey, we all ended up working on the boat. Yep. Jeff, do you have any more to add? Uh, well, my thing was just like to be honest about your intentions, which was already mentioned, and join the right team. Don't be like just, oh, they'll accept me, so I'll go. Pick a team that works with what your mentalities are. If you want to run fast and you don't want to wear a costume, don't arrive and drive with the three pedal mafia. You, you can run Loser. fast as long as you have the right attitude about it. Like we're we're, I, we're getting pointier it, now. I don't so know. I don't need... want to say not fast. If you want to run as fast as possible, yeah, we're no. not probably the team. No, no. 
But more importantly, if you don't, you know, if you show up, you're like, oh, I'm a race car driver. I'm not wearing that costume. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You're, I mean, you're I, out of here. You're out of here. Years, Peace, your pal. How many years ago was it at a, at a New Hampshire Motorsports with the gold Speedy Cop E36 that got wadded <laughs> up? You know, when we did a... Uh, when we did Steve uh, McDaniel got, got, that wadded it up? Uh, it was Steve McDaniel. I was trying to avoid calling him out individually. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this. We need and, him on our side. Steve doesn't crash and, anything. It's fine, though. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> no, an arrive and drive showed up. looking ladies and single. Yes. No, didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> I, 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 that's really all I had is just, you know, pick the right team. Don't mm-hmm. just pick a team because I'll accept you. Totally. All right, let's move on. Hella sweet or but terrible. Um, I, we have two topics on the notes. I don't know which one we're well, doing. We have an either so. or. I was hoping people would look at the either or and decide which one they wanted to do. <clears throat> I, I do want to do an update on a, a previous uh, Hella sweet or but terrible. That, oh, uh, Ferrari, that Ferrari Mondial ended up going for 29000 That's a fair price. Wow. Yeah. That's not a bad price at all. Yeah. No, but it was it was a hell of sweet but terrible idea at ten thousand. I mean, I was looking at the uh, I was wa- watching the Mondial market for a while before I bought the NSX. Um, that's a pretty fair price on this. I think you're really not going to lose on that in the longer term, especially with the prices where they've gone for three hundred eights and three twenty eights. The Mondial can't be that far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the, the, all the eighties Ferrari stuff. It's no, the last Tom real price increase, but it's the last real DIY Ferrari too. You can do a cam belt in that without pulling the motor. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll go with my hella sweeter but terrible because it's coming up here. Uh, uh, the wife has promised a vacation of my selection and actually Sucker. made the suggestion that we do the Rolex 24 this winter in January at the um, at Daytona, excuse me, 24 hours of Daytona and use our, you know, our, our, our points at our lovely Disney vacation club and turn it into a kind of a week's long vacation, couple days in Orlando, the rest out uh, there at the Daytona. And, um, Hey Jeff. Hey, sorry for technical difficulties, everyone, because I'm doing the recording. Jeff has been paused for a little while oh. with due to some internet oh. inconsistencies. Okay, so hold on. Je- uh, Jeff has. He was just coming in. Interrupt- oh, Jeff interrupt- is coming back in now. So perfect. So thanks for the technical difficulties. Uh, Jeff was saying he wanted to. Oh, I'm just recapping. Jeff wanted to use his Disney vacation points to you have a place in Florida for a vacation of his choosing, and uh, then his internet or somebody's internet is not going. No, well. actually, it's, it's it's you guys. Is this? Yeah, it's us. Cool. So which one of you is on your phone tweeting right now? Neither of us, actually. Which is great. And previous time this happened tonight, I was trying to look for a gif of a monkey with symbols just to show for Jeff because that's what it felt like the show the intro was being like. Oh. Yeah. And I'm you know, you guys might have been dropping out, but the recording is going on me, so that's why I'm filling this dead air. Thanks a lot, everybody. And uh, this, Jeff, it this looks like you- brought to you by Chrissy's notes that I rolled up where she specifically <sighs> she's gonna talk about spank. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jeff, you're back. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> uh, am I back? Am I you're back? back? You're back. Sorry, good, good. So the question is, um, obviously, I would like to take a family vacation, do the Rolex 24 at Daytona, uh, maybe do it with the wife and leave the kid at home, maybe do it alone, maybe invite some teammates, hint, hint, you know, if anyone is out there. But uh, the, the answer is, obviously, we want to do it, but what are the hella sweet things that I got to do while I'm there? You you need to go. Did you? Are you going to get the GRM tickets? The GRM. Uh, the GRM package is available, but the main, yes. the big one is not. Right. The big one is already sold out. Get you, the GRM tickets. Oh my God, what a value! Well, the, the, yeah. main, the main GRM tickets are sold out. The GRM Stadium package, which gets you three quarters of the goodness, is still available. Yeah, and okay. I will definitely purchase those. I, I, I did the G, I did the GRM tickets in 2007, and my buddy who I took with me called it called them the Willy Wonka tickets because we got into everything. Now the GRM tickets will get you paddock access the entire weekend. They also get you pit access, or at least the before they do the tour two tier thing, they get you pit access the whole like lead up to it, even the Florida Fresh 250 that they do. It gets you the 5K run, all of that stuff. So. What was cool is we bought two team T-shirts from uh, the local Acura team, and because the security guards got used to seeing us walk into the pits all the time during the actual 24, we were pit side. Nice. Nice. So can you give us some more details? How long and how much? 
How yeah. long is it? How many days? Like it, it's oh, over the weekend, but it, like how long? Are you, yeah, you I don't. Down? I, I well, don't know. It's a twenty-four Wait. hour race, so that's twenty-four hours. That's a day. But I know there's yeah, the earlier it starts, sports. It stuff, starts right? on Thursday. The 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 whole the whole should shindig starts on thursday gets cranking on friday night and then they do a 5k saturday morning for charity which is awesome you can walk basically walk the daytona track and climb the banking and all that other kind of stuff and then they do the florida fresh 200 and then the 24 hours starts can we use what the jazzy the in the 5k fresh 200? <laughs> yes yes I did, seriously they let people take bicycles and all that kind of stuff it was just give us money for this charity and we'll let you go around the track how about the jet ski we have to get it there probably um, this is a hella sweet idea. Hella sweet. We have to figure out if we have time because well, we have a wedding. Now that yeah. we are not visiting my dad in Florida in February because we're visiting him in a month, December, mm-hmm. we can possibly free up the two or just two days of PTO that would be necessary to do this. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. It's hella sweet. More to come. You know, hella sweet. There's a there's a local guy who has an RV now. There, all the power uh, stuff is already going to be taken up, but you can still park it on the infield if you get the GRM parking tickets. Mm. Mm. To be determined. I think that's the one thing that like that's the difference between the tier one GRM thing and the tier two is the infield parking and the dinner. Those are the two differences. Mm. Yeah. And it was about a hundred bucks cheaper. You for still the, get the uh, hospitality uh, tent. You still get breakfast. You still get a variety of other things, but just not the infield parking or the. Or and their their pit tours or their paddock tours are pretty pretty awesome. You still get that. Yeah. You still get yeah, that. Nice. It, 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 yeah, that alone is almost worth the price. Cool. So uh, is that it? Are we going to move on, or do we still got time for the other hell of sweet but terrible? I think we got time for another. Well, how long's your uh, how long's your how long's your tip, Chrissy? It's pretty short. We're talking okay. turkey. We're talking that's, turkey. That's why it's only the tip. <laughs> so I guess the next one is bring the ombre south for the winter. Barbara, CMP Spring, Nola, etc. Well, et I'm not getting the Honda now, so well, you probably don't no. want the Honda. Now. I was gonna say you don't want it. <laughs> it's not so much that I don't want it. Let's let's just be blunt. Y'all don't want me to have it because nothing good comes of me touching something that complex. Well, it's a little butt broken right now. That's why Chris is busy hogging out the uh, the head with his drill. It requires a <laughs> it requires a deft touch at this point to main to keep the Honda going. So yeah, uh, but hey, th- the only reason I'm asking is because there's already a janky trailer headed south toward atlanta and it would have nothing yes on it. yes it would have nothing on it so it'd be pretty easy to stick an ombre on it and then the ombre could run barber the ombre could run cmp spring the ombre could, it doesn't need to run no anymore because it run it with tetanus so um those two are options and that the only time that would jam us up is that uh we would not be able to have two the ombre and the civic at new jersey new because jersey. it's about two weeks difference from cmp I mean, we suppose we could, but we shouldn't be able to count on it because what if it blows up in Jersey? Or at yeah, yeah. If I do 24 hours of Daytona, I'm pretty much out for Barber. Barber is like seven days after the 24 hours of Daytona. Well, but, you know, Barber's a good introductory race for the two of you guys come down, although we don't have good luck with trucks at Barber. The Ombre is so much better than the Datsun, though. Like, so Everything much is so much better. The Jazzy, <laughs> the Jazzy is so much better Jazzy. than the Datsun. It was brilliantly themed, uh, well built, but poorly maintained. Well. Yeah, poorly maintained by some idiot redneck from Georgia. So I don't know what happened with that. I, I wore my Colonel Sausages shirt yesterday, or the last race. Just, just thinking about you, Vental. But one of my one of my favorite things is 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 not with the same kind of impact as the Live Like Dave stickers, but I do love when I'm out on the track, even in all the other different series, when I roll up on something and I see just shut up and eat it. I'm like, hey, <laughs> my people, get out of my way. All right, I'm passing you. Now. <laughs> Who who's running that? Are there multiple people running that? Did you stick it on places? Oh. Where'd you stick it, Mental? Where'd you? St- <laughs> Sorry, I I stuck it everywhere, and then I gave cool. it to other people, and they stuck it everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. Just shut up and eat it. Is uh, just shut up and eat it is everywhere. Well, Got maybe it. we should. You should do the same thing with our E1R stickers that we I and sent we you. Are, you did, and we're going to get those printed up. And for folks that uh, might be listening to this, because we, we are actually working on some pretty cool, exciting promotions, uh, folks that might be listening to this, find your way to Road Atlanta 
uh, in December for the season championship, and we will personally hand you as many E1R stickers. As, well, as long as it's not like a thousand of them, and we're not going to let you do. Your I want all of them. I want all of them. But no, we will hand you a nice big fat stack of E1R stickers to to show and trade with all your friends and make them all as jealous as possible. That's the uh, Scrotium 500 Lemons the Championship. The Scrotium 500. I'm just making sure you said December Championship. Not everyone will be a listening. <laughs> might know what that is. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're one of those people that is the first people into a SEMA show to sweep up as many stickers you can get to put them on eBay, this is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. We could totally be famous. But, uh, yeah. With um, all yeah, fives yeah, of people. Uh, yes. yeah, but, but a very valuable fives of people. Hi, Chrissy's totally. mom. Totally. Totally. Speaking of Chrissy's mom, we should move on to her favorite part of the show. Or least favorite, depending on whether you're asking about the type. No, we're not playing that song. <laughs> oh, no, they are. Yeah, 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 we're not yeah. playing that song. Do not no, play that song. Watch. Yeah, no, I am. No, no. Watch, Here's watch, the intro. Watch. Jaws the tip. Put the tip in, girl. Let me put the tip in. Okay. All right. Today we are talking turkey safety. So most of you will hopefully be listening to this podcast on your way to grandmoms or moms or somewhere to over the river and through the woods, if you will. Enjoy some Thanksgiving dinner with family. So um, this is your uh, reminders are all in the word turkey. So for the tea, you should make sure your turkey is thawed um, because especially what Jeff, (laughs) what Jeff. I just want to remind you all that. Even if you have to take it to the shower and put hot water in it because you're at New Hampshire Voter Sports and your turkeys are shot degrees, you should thaw your turkey. So make sure your turkeys are thawed to a shower with your turkey. Well, it's, it's safe. Thawed at a safe temperature. Don't leave it on the counter all day. Thawed or for a week. At or- a, right. Thawed at a safe temperature so it doesn't get above 40. Thank you. Good. Okay. The U is use extra caution when frying your turkey. You might want to use a engine stand. I've seen that those are good things. Or a um, ladder with uh, coat hangers and stuff. So, Or use oil-free fryers, but that sounds dumb. Or Let's not do that. Wear your Nomex safety gear while putting the turkey in the fryer. I actually I'm use like a Carhartt jacket. Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Welding stuff. Welding stuff <laughs> is like a longer cuff than your average uh, uh, safety mitt. You know, oven. Well, and it also won't trap hot grease next to your skin when it soaks into the fabric. So, yeah, welding gear over uh, Nomex gear. I like that. Okay, so the R is remember to clean all of your cleaning, your cooking surfaces. Um, make sure that you keep cleaning them. As, in addition to your hands, I feel like that's also an, a good thing because you're working with a lot of stuff, no cross-contamination. So the K, I hear you. The K is uh, keep children away from uh, foods and surfaces and the oven. Don't put them in the oven. Um, that would be helpful. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Don't put a random baby. Don't put children in. God, I got to stop getting uh, safety tips from witches that I find in the woods. <laughs> what? She seemed legit. <laughs> she lives in a gingerbread house. What? What? Okay, so the E is ensure your turkey is cooked and has reached a minimum temperature of 165. I'm starting to feel like a no. Martha here. No. Okay, That's not wrong. 165. Wait, wait, wait. So if you like turkey one. that's Next. nice and dry. Briquette, yes. I like a turkey briquette. If you, and, and if you cook your turkey to 165, you're going to need the why of, of turkey here, Chrissy. <laughs> okay. The why of turkey is make sure that you are, oh, excuse me, your, your smoke detectors should be tested prior to cooking. Because if you cook it to 165, you're burning the hell out of it. And it's going to be dry and crusty and so gross. How, how much are you supposed to put it up to? I like to take it out when... It's at about 140, 145-ish. And you and wrap it in blankets. You wrap it in tinfoil and a towel or two, and it just keeps cooking. And it'll, it'll like one, if you stop at 140, it'll get to 155, which is where it kills all the bacteria, and it's not gross. And if you so, throw some what? butter on it, too, that'll actually kind of seal the temperature inside of it. Sorry, I just cut both of you off. I'm going to go with Chrissy because she was first. Oh, so make sure you also keep track of your pot holders because one year we had an actual fire because a pot holder got left in the oven and oh, sorry, Chris's mom. Um, and 
we had a fire. So we should say, wait, wait, <laughs> is, it, is it your, is it you guys' pothole or Omar? Wait, sorry. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, there goes all our sponsorships, except from California. <laughs> um, Subway and Doritos. So, and... So, so I know we talked a bit about frying turkey. So I just want to back up Chris's conversation because you can't test the temperature on a frying turkey. They are in boiling hot oil so you really do need to pay attention to the timer and i always here's a little safety tip when frying turn off the burner drop the bird if things splash things splash when it's done splashing you can turn the burner back on no one ever taught me that i've never seen that safety tip anywhere else but it totally saved my butt when i've had some splashing good safety tip so, actually, yeah, really solid. Yeah, no, that's yeah, really solid. Wow. Anyway, actual factual else? advice. Uh, yeah, I know. I fried oh, a lot of turkeys. God. Way to go, Jeff. Now they're going to really good. To tell the truth all the time. We, we God, do why did we end up on a serious note instead of a funny note? Mental, tell us about your crap in the parking lot again. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Don't do that. No, don't. Did you see the size of that one? <laughs> all right, everybody shut up. Wait, and you mean the suburban? Anyway, thanks for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you will join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you get the podcast. We're not sure where it's going to be next week. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers. Or if you'd like, like our Facebook team of the race team. My God, i got to read pictures. Three-Pedal Mafia Lemons Race Team. Every week, Jeff. Every, Every week, I say that. If you'd like to help us produce the show, donate to the cause at patreon.com slash everyoneracers. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless you, keep the, unless you have no shiny side, because your turkey fryer is all over the top of your car, <laughs> then just keep the wheels down. And hey, sorry that Jeff doesn't hear the actual outro music to know that it's super loud this week. Super loud. So we'll work on that super for the future. Loud. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Till next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>